Welcome to the Friends of Israel Today. I'm Steve Conover, and with me is our host and teacher, Chris Katolka. I am delighted to announce the release of our new CD, Praise from Zion, by John Wilcox. It's a collection of Jewish worship music. It's 19 songs, most of which come from the Book of Psalms. And today on the program, we'll have John Wilcox, who will share about his journey creating this unique album. We'll also be featuring music from Praise from Zion throughout the interview. But first, the news. Israeli President Reuven Rivlin inaugurated a new memorial at the Olympic Village in Munich, Germany, commemorating 11 Israelis murdered at the 1972 Olympic Games at the hands of Palestinian terrorists. In 2012, the International Olympic Committee shocked the world when they rejected the proposal for a moment of silence to remember the victims during the opening ceremonies at the London Games. President Rivlin said during his speech in Munich, Israel is still waiting. Sadly, not much has changed since 1972. Last year, the Palestinian Authority praised the Munich attack on social media, highlighting the courage and power of the Palestinian terrorists, while Israel's President Rivlin condemned all forms of terrorism around the world. With me is a dear friend and colleague, John Wilcox. And today we're gonna be talking about an album he recently released called Praise From Zion. Now, let me tell you something interesting about John. John uses the right side and the left side of his brain, the right side to create beautiful music like this, uh, Praise From Zion, and also the left side of his brain because he is our Vice President of Finance here at the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. John, great to have you with us. Thanks for uh, being with us today. Thanks, Chris. It's really a pleasure to be here. The the album is beautiful. I I listened to it. It really has uh, an amazing uh, worship that comes through, an amazing style of worship that comes through when you think about uh, praising God. And and I want to know what kind of album is Praise from Zion? It's a variety uh, from what we would consider, I would think, traditional Jewish music. If you heard something and say, that's Jewish music, or other ones, which is not too dissimilar from what we use in praise and worship. One of the biggest things musically is a lot of it's in a minor key, as opposed to we sing a lot of times in a major key. And when you hear it minor key, you can distinguish that. It's very um, distinct in that manner. And the praise, Praise can be really kind of at different tempos as well too. Slow, medium, we can do fast praise as well too. Some meditative, some very exalting and raising of the hands. 19 songs on this album. Is there, number one, I would love to know how you chose these 19 songs. Is there a theme that comes across in the album? Initially, Chris, we sat down, we had a committee that was formed here uh, about three years ago when, the, uh, when we first were thinking about the idea, formed a committee, and we went through and took all of the Jewish music that we had. We had some CDs, a uh, number of books, and we printed out a lot. Uh, we had three people on the committee. We went through approximately, well, a little over 1,500 different songs, and that was either like literally reading through the music, looking for uh, the text, what it was, um, how it was related. And initially we started out thinking it might be a song or an album about Jerusalem. And as we went through more and more, this praise came up in various ways. And really what was, it shouldn't have been surprising to me was that from the word praise, that the vast majority of the songs on here 
are from the Psalms. Hmm. Approximately 13 of them on there. It should have been surprising, but when it had it, it was kind of like a V8 moment. Oh, that's right, it should have been the Book of Psalms. Hmm. But it really gave a lot of um, context to that. So we went through, really kind of honed it. We looked kind of at tempos as well too. Guy kind of gave us ideas about that. And we looked at the different approaches of praise, how it was either a vertical, um, type of a relationship of what we had, or if we looked at it from praise of self, look at what the Lord has done for me, or what can I offer up to the Lord in obedience. And all those types of psalms come through when you talk about the vertical praise that's in the psalms, when you talk about the horizontal praise uh, where, where you're looking at how God has blessed you or mm -hmm. he's walked you through a certain situation in life, um, that comes across in the psalms. So. It, you can see naturally how praise is a natural theme that comes out of, of the book of Psalms. And I'm sure that's what made it easy to choose those different Psalms throughout the, the album. Yeah, it was, um, honing it down was probably the biggest issue because I think we might've had about 25 or 30 and we kind of had an A, B and a C. And then when we honed it finally down to the A, like playing it through, talking about it message wise, it really, uh, we really wanted to be impactful on those, that it was something that purposefully was put there and it really meant something to us from a worship standpoint. Let me ask you too, you know, where does an idea like this come from? Where did, you, where did you all begin to think when you formed a committee to begin to put together the album Praise from Zion? Where did this desire for creating an album even come from? I think probably it was formulated through the last couple of years. Um, I, I really have had the blessing of being asked to lead the worship at the various conferences, prophecy conferences the Friends of Israel has. Um, we started that back in about 2013, and Steve Conover and myself, we, uh, he had a conversation with me that asked me about coming together, forming committee, get people together and talk about this, because over the years through the conferences, people have asked for this. Um, people have written in and said, does Friends of Israel have anything like a recording of Jewish music? So based on kind of those different areas of which approaching it, we um, kind of got together. It really started with an ask, and that was a conversation that Steve and I had. I know he had other conversations as well too, and then it formulated really with the committee. So from a couple of years back into here, a lot of conversations and looking and listening. So I was listening through the album, and one of the things that struck me the most, John, and I know you really well, is, <laughs> is how you nailed the Hebrew. How did you get those, that perfect Israeli accent in, your, in the album? I had a lot of help, I have to say. Um, there were probably five people that were very instrumental in regards to that, and also YouTube videos. They gave a really a great context in regards to kind of like tempo, what the spirit of the song was. And then uh, different people like uh, uh, Menno Kalisher, who is pastor over um, a Jerusalem assembly over in Israel. Uh, he really gave me, this is how it's said. Uh, for example, in one of the songs, um, I was singing Ke Mu, because it based, based upon the vowels, we in English sing it and Hebrew sings that same vowel differently. So he would say, K, I would sing K mu. And he says, John, it is K mu. You are not the cow. <laughs> but that stuck with me because then I really had to think about the vowels. And the important thing was not so much as just getting the pronunciation right, but this is the word of God that we're singing. And 
to me, there was such a great responsibility to make sure that it got right. So one of the things we set up really during the production was before anything went to its final process, we said someone who speaks Hebrew has to listen to each of these songs and proof it and say, yes, it's as good. Some of the other ones um, from here, Kimberly Ellis, who is on Friends of Israel staff with the Institute of Jewish Studies, uh, she really delved into, is it um, Sephardic, Ashkenazi, all of these different things that I was really just learning a great deal about. Um, uh, Menno Kalisher's daughter, Yael Kalisher, she helped me with some pronunciations with that as well too. And even uh, the woman, uh, Zippy Lassman, who is for Shop Israel, who comes to the conferences and sells goods imported from Israel, um, Israel, she provided a lot of really helpful pronunciations, things how to look at it, things to listen to. How did God, with this album, did he, did, any funny stories on how God connected you to, to learning the Hebrew and opening the doors to know this is the direction you want me to go, God? Yeah, there was, um, in the fall, my wife and I had gotten talking about it, and before I had taken voice lessons, and um, that was many years ago, and my wife said, you know, if you're going to be leading worship, there are various things, it's kind of really like an athlete, that you want to strengthen various areas of it. And uh, she said, you know, you may want to consider going back for voice lessons. And I said, well, I'll consider it. And so then I started checking online. And she goes, no, why don't you check something local? And I was like, what do you mean local? And she says, you know, probably maybe one of the universities. So I said, okay. So I called up and I said, this is what I'm interested in. And so I, I got signed up with a guy, a guy named Bob Rowland. And um, so I went for the first couple lessons. And generally there, it's kind of a meet and greet. You see if you're gonna kind of get along, or like, and kind of if you're in the same areas. So I, um, after the, I think it was like the second lesson, he says, hey, so what do you have to work on? So what I did was I brought all 19 songs. <laughs> and I said, um, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm gonna be recording a Jewish music CD, and I'm gonna be singing a bunch of Hebrew a lot of Hebrew with English, and I really need to work on that because I've never done that before. He says, is that so? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I just happen to have sung in a synagogue for 25 years. <laughs> how, how does that come together? Yes. I, I have no, so I figured, okay, Lord, <laughs> yeah. you really meant for this to come together. How, does some, how do I connect with a phone call, something my wife mentions, and I call a place randomly, yeah. and I get assigned to this guy. Yeah. And he's been there before. He sung Hebrew. He sung Hebrew for 25 years. Yeah, that's amazing. It, it is. It's amazing yeah. to hear how God opened that door to kind of give you that confidence to walk through it. Absolutely. And nothing but the Lord. It wasn't my doing. Now, when we come back, we are going to listen to a few of the songs from the album. Uh, we'll sample them so our audience can hear them. Sure. And we'll talk through them a little bit. So uh, be sure to stick around. And we'll be back in a moment with John Wilcox.
We hope you've been enjoying our interview with John Wilcox, and we'll be featuring some of his music in our next segment. Yeah, folks, we are excited to bring you this collection of 19 Jewish worship songs, many in both English and Hebrew. You'll love the beautiful melodies that will touch your heart and bring glory to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You can purchase Praise from Zion by John Wilcox at our website, foiradio.org. Quickly again, that's foiradio.org. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking with John Wilcox, who recently released a new album with the Friends of Israel called Praise from Zion. It's an amazing album. It's a collection of Jewish worship music. And and right now we want to feature some of this music for you so that you can hear it. Uh, So John, before we hear a, a song from the album, when you were putting these together, how did singing the Psalms change the way that you read the psalms and of all the songs that you were putting together which one stood out to you the most well singing the songs i don't know about you i can memorize scripture by putting it to music it is so much easier for me to sit there and just to read through it and go again i could get stuck on a word the or any other type of just a simple word because i'm trying to think too hard about it but for these what i found was i probably memorized more scripture in the last seven months than probably the last year and a half because now I've got a melody associated with it, and not just the Hebrew, but the English. For instance, on the one that uh, really meant a lot, uh, Shemesh Umagen, it's uh, the Lord God is a sun and a shield uh, from Psalm 84. And in putting these together, it was, we wanted to look for authentic. And so we wanted to have Hebrew, but if you've got all Hebrew, then where's the mean, like someone who is just an English speaking person, where would they get the meaning from that? So we really wanted to make sure that we got a touch on Hebrew and also English. So if they heard the Hebrew and then they heard the English, maybe right after that, not that it was possible in all the songs, but if we did that, then they could really bring it in. So uh, that Shemeshum again, um, Adonai Elohim is really the sun, uh, what was it? The, uh, the Lord God is a sun and a shield. Well, now I can think of Shemeshum again, Adonai Elohim. The Lord God is a sun and shield. And it's with you all the time. There it is. It's with you all the time. All the so, time. You can wake up in the morning and there it is. So I want our listeners to hear Shemesh U Magen. You can take a listen right now. Shemesh U Magen Adonai Elohim. Shemesh U Magen Adonai Elohim. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord God is a sun and shield. Lo lo yim nato, achim betamim, Adonai, Adonai, Adonai zeva. So, uh, John, that song was stunning. And, and, and I want to know, you know, as you were putting these together, you know, how, how are you in a different place now, you know, from when you first started this album? When I first started, knowing that there were 19 songs, I have to tell you, it was overwhelming. I'm like, I know you just have to start somewhere, but I had no idea that what it was going to take for each of the songs, because each one is separate. And... 
I think what where I was when I started was, okay, we have a collection of 19 songs, we thought about it, we have a theme, let's look at how this relates to that theme. And then, as each one took its characteristic, first I started on like working in four at a time, that was insane. So I really kind of whittled it down to one or two, so that way I could still I'd get one done, go on to the next one. But each one really needed its different time to simmer, yeah. where you play it, you think about it, you meditate on it, and then the melody where you can just sing it back with the words and the melody and it's meaningful, then I'm like, now we have it. Now we can really go forward and do it. And some of them took a relatively short period of time to do. Other ones I know that took maybe three months to get to the point where, okay, now it's ready to be recorded because it's really in the shape of what it should be. Because it's really imagining what it should sound like and then going backwards from that. What song would you recommend to our listeners to really encourage them from the album Praise From Zion? Uh, the one I would I could think of is uh, I mean there's 19 to choose from but the one uh, Besetter Elion um, is one from Psalms and uh, what I mentioned earlier was that uh, no good thing will he withhold from those whose walk is blameless that was kind of the bridge section of it but the uh, beginning part of it is he which dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty that is just so powerful to me and uh, humbling and just to be in the presence of the Lord, that we can sing Him praises, as, as you'll hear really through, and what you've given as examples throughout the CD. Well, I'm really excited, John, for our, our listeners to hear Besetter Elion, and you can hear it here on our Praise from Zion album, so why don't we take a listen right now? Yoshev Beseter Elion Betel Shaddai Yidlonan O Maladonai Maxim Tudati Elohai Evtachbu he that dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I love how in the album we have a theme that runs through, the theme of praise. From the beginning to end, it's the des it should be the desire of all Christians to praise the Lord. And I think that's one of the greatest things that we can take away from this album. And one of the reasons I would like our listeners to definitely go and, and, and get their hands on this album. It will encourage you in the Lord, it will lift you up, and it will cause you at any moment during your day to praise the Lord, which is exactly what God has called us to do. John, thank you so much for being with us today. Chris, it's a blessing to be here. Thank you so much. Now, Apples of Gold, a dramatic reading from the life and ministry of Holocaust survivor Svi Kalisher. 
first, I want to give you the happy news that my wife recently gave birth to our second son. We're going to call him Victor, after Victor Buxbottom, the first director of the Friends of Israel. We are pleased that he has joined his older sister and brother, Ruth and Meno. I was called up for military service recently, and this time it was a miracle that I came home alive. I thank God that I was saved from this boiling pot, which is impossible to describe. It is like a volcano that erupts every few months. By now, I've become used to it. After this trip, I visited a family whose two oldest children had recently married. Now there are only six children left at home, the oldest being fourteen and the youngest three. I visited their home in the company of my commanding officer, and they received us courteously. This officer treats me very well, although he knows that I'm a believer. A year ago, he took my New Testament from my rucksack, and we are now great friends. Because of his position, he has to be very careful. The authorities cannot do anything to me, but he has rank and could get himself into trouble. We were able to discuss the things of Christ in the home of the family we visited. We prayed together, and they thanked me for visiting them again. When I returned to my work, my fellow laborers could not believe that I had come back. One of them said, A goy has luck! They called me a goy, Gentile, because I believe in Jesus. He said, Couldn't you have gotten killed instead of one of our own? I answered, Is it perhaps because the Lord has a plan for me to proclaim his gospel that he saved me? I'm sure of this. And this is not the first time that the Lord has saved me. I have been in similar situations before, but as you can see, I'm safe and sound. Is it not a miracle? My foreman stood on the sidelines listening to our conversation, and at the end he came to me and said, If you do not stop these communications about the gospel, I will dismiss you, I answered. If you wish, you can do so immediately, but I will say what I want to say, and no one can forbid me. I'm not employed here as a high official, but as a hard-working construction man. What is your decision? He thought for a moment and then said, Stay. I take it then, I said, that you really enjoy hearing my testimony and that I am permitted to say what I stand for. This incident gave me greater courage to bear witness every time I can, whenever I can, and wherever I can. Most of the people with whom I work are from Kurdistan and Iraq, and have never before heard about the Lord Jesus. That is why the foreman was so afraid of my testimony. But whether he likes it or not, he hears about the Lord. I do my work well, and he can find no fault with me. I said to him, The day will come when you will implore the Lord in the name of Jesus to forgive you. There are no heroes before God, he replied. Enough of the lesson for today. He then remarked, I would like you not only to learn the lesson, but to do some homework. And for the first time he laughed. And now the men who work with me are very interested and ask me many questions.
Thank you for joining us for today's program. We hope our interview with John Wilcox was an encouragement to you and that you'll be inspired to purchase his album today. Chris, any final thoughts as we close? John really encouraged me this episode to see the value of praising God in all circumstances. To look at him and to praise God whether things are going good or not, much like what the Psalms show us over and over again. And this album definitely is an encouragement to praise the Lord. We'd like to thank John for being with us today. Did you know Jesus prayed for you? Join us next week as Chris explores Jesus' high priestly prayer from the Gospel of John. Our host and teacher is Chris Gatolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Gallione, co-written by Sarah Fern, engineered by Bob Eby, and Mike Kellogg read Apples of Gold. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong, and I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people.